Hello, loyal people of Earth and the Facebook and podcast listeners. Welcome to, the, to today's news and flashback fun. First off, like this is so fetch. Today is the 17th anniversary of the debut of the famous teen comedy Mean Girls. The 130, $130 million worldwide grossing film starring Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Tina Fey, who also wrote it, Tim Meadows, Lisa Chabert, Lizzie Kaplan, Amy Poehler, was also the debut of Amanda Seyfried, who plays airhead Gretchen Wieners in the film. It's also the birthday of Elise O'Brien, Jack Soares, rapper Travis Scott, who's Stormy Webster's dad, the late Cloris Leachman, Gal Gadot, Sam Hugan, a.k.a. Outlander's Jamie Fraser, TV actress Diana Agron, a.k.a. cheerleader Quinn on Glee, the late Tom Moore, Mariah Carey's twins Moroccan and Monroe, who turned 10 today. I do have some sad news. Kirk Douglas's 102-year-old publicist and wife, Ann Douglas, joined him in the pearly gates. The Rap.com reported today she died in her Beverly Hills home on Thursday, according to The Hollywood Reporter. She brought out the best in all of us, especially our father. Stepson Michael Douglas has said in a statement to THR, Dad would never have had the career he did without Anne's support and partnership. Catherine and I and the children adored her. She will always be in our hearts. Kirk Douglas died on February 5th, 2020 at the age of 103. Anne and Kirk Douglas met on the set of Acts of Love in 1953 in Paris and got married a year later. Unfortunately, also actor Johnny Crawford, known for playing Chuck Connors' son in ABC's 1958-63 series, The Rifleman, has also passed. The 75-year-old was one of the first 24 Musketeers in 1955's The Mickey Mouse Club and was also in The Lone Ranger, Rawhide, Hawaiian Five-O, and The Count of Monte Cristo and The Big Valley. His final film role came in 2019's The Marshall. And so sorry, Noah Centino fans. If you're looking to see Netflix's rom-com film Flex His Muscles as He-Man in Masters of the Universe, you're out of luck. The Rap.com reported yesterday that he will no longer be playing He-Man slash Prince Adam in Sony and Mattel's films, Masters of the Universe, an individual with knowledge of the situation told the rap. A spokesperson for Centino <laughs> confirmed that the actor is no longer a part of the project, though, although no, no further reason was given. The wrapped up part the rap has reached out to Sony regarding the status of the project, given that Santino joined the film two years ago. In 2019, the rap exclusive reported that the To All the Girls I've Loved Before actor would take the lead role in Masters of the Universe. His next role will be that of Adam Smasher in 2022's Black Adam. On the better side of things, congratulations are in order for ex-Clemson University quarterback Lawrence. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence and his excited wife, Melissa. 
Last night, Lawrence became the number one overall draft pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Calling from away fans, Variety.com announced some exciting news today. A film version of the hit Broadway play is coming to Apple Plus TV. The site said that Apple Original Films had landed the rights to the live stage recording, which is being produced and financed by Entertainment One. E1 previously announced plans to unveil the film in September, though Apple has not set an exact release date. Broadway theaters have been closed since March 12, 2020, leaving most of the theater community out of work. The upcoming production will employ more than 200 people, including actors, crew members, and creatives. The film version of Come From, a- Come From Away will be directed by Christopher Ashley. Come From Away is set in the week following the September 11th attacks and tells the true story of what happened when 38 planes filled with 7,000 stranded passengers were ordered to unexpectedly land in Canada's small town of Gander in Newfoundland. The HollywoodReporter.com announced today Ratched an American Horror Story Star Finn Whitrock will soon be residing in brightest day, in blackest night. No evil shall escape myself. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's night. He's been cast in a major lead role in HBO Max and DC's upcoming Green Lantern series. The website said Whitrock will play Guy Gardner one of the many Green Lantern characters that will be featured in the Big Brothers drama from exec producer Greg Ber- Bertolani and Warner Brothers TV. Trump, Trump, Trump. It's been six months. The world even heard a peep about the sequel to Warner Brothers 2018's film The Meg. Yesterday, ComingSoon.net said that lead set star Jason Statham has opened up about the upcoming action sequel, confirming that he is indeed set to reprise his role as Jonas Taylor from the 2018 film. Speaking with Collider, Statham, who is currently in production for his next film with Guy Ritchie, revealed that the studio is planning to start filming the project early next year. We're going to start, we're going to start shooting in January, if I get my dates right, Statham said. Ben Wheatley is the director. I'm very excited to work with him. I'm thrilled to get going. It's been a while. We've been waiting around for the right scripts to come in and the right director to turn up, and we've got all those things, and they are all stacked up now. Like I said a few minutes ago, Today happens to be Gal Gadot and Cloris Leachman's birthdays. As such, Flashback Fun will focus on two of their, on their best-known films today. While Leachman, who would have been 95, was best known for her roles in Young Frankenstein, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, 2008's New York, I Love You, 
My Little Pony the Movie, 1986, 1993's The Beverly Hills Bellies, the 1998 English language dub of the studio Ghibli's The Castle in the Sky, The Croods Movie, actually last year's The Croods, A New Age, was her final voice role before her January passing, and much more. But I'm focusing on the film that earned her her only Oscar nomination and win for Flashback Fun, The Last Picture Show. The drama romance adapted from Larry McMurdy's semi-autobiographical 1966 book, which made $29.1 million, also starred Cybill Shepard, Timothy Bottoms, Jeff Bridges, Ellen Burstyn, and Ben Johnson. The October 22, 1971 release centered on the lives of high school seniors and best friend Dwayne Jackson and Sonny Crawford to come of age in a bleak remote North Texan town from November 1951 to October 1952. It was up for eight Academy Awards, including Best Director, Best Picture, Ellen Burstyn and Cloris Leachman for Best Supporting Actress, Ben Johnson and Jeff Bridges for Best Supporting Actor, but only Johnson and Leachman ended up with awards. Did you know that Ben Johnson's performance, which is only 9 minutes and 54 seconds, is the shortest ever to win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor? And this was the film debut of Randy Quinn and Sam Bottoms, Bottoms was actually a last room replacement for a different actor who plays Billy, who played Billy, the director, writer Peter Bogdanovic was displeased with. Sam was on the set visiting his brother, Timothy Bottoms, and it was decided that he should play Sonny's brother on the condition he have his braces removed. This is actually one of the very first films to use popular record already popular recordings by original artists to score a film. This film has songs by Frankie Lane, Joe Safford, Hank Williams, among others. Now birthday girl and former model and Israeli soldier Gal Gadot, who happens to be due with her third child this summer, made a name for herself in the Fast and Furious franchise as Giselle Yahar just 12 years ago with 2009's Fast and Furious. But it wasn't until 2017 when she truly rocketed to superstardom, bringing Diana Prince Wonder Woman to life in Patty Jenkins' 2017 mega blockbuster Wonder Woman, the second live-action theatrical film with Wonder Woman following her debut the year beforehand in, 19, in 2016's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Also starring the talents of Robin Wright, Chris Pine, David Thewlis, Connie Nielsen, Elena Anaya, and Danny Houston, the film, the highest grossing film by a solo female director until last year's Hi Mom. Sorry, folks. Really doesn't require a recap. Wonder Woman would appear, my mistake, Wonder Woman Golden lassoed herself over 821 million worldwide, making her the year's, that year's 10th highest grossing film. 
She would appear in November 2017's The Justice League in the Zack Snyder cut of The Justice League. The sequel, Wonder Woman 1984, was released in December, with Jenkins returning to direct and write Pine, Godot, and Nielsen reprising their roles. Despite Wonder Woman 1984 getting mixed reception, a third film with Jenkins and Godot is already in development. According to the Internet Movie Database, this was the first female-led superhero film since 2005's Elektra. And this is the first feature in which one woman doesn't wear earrings whatsoever. She wore red circles, circle earrings during the 1975 Wonder Woman live-action TV series, and in Hanna-Barbera's long-running animated series cartoon, she wore them as well. But she had white star earrings in Cartoon Network's 2001 cartoon TV series, Justice League. And what's really interesting is that no one addresses Diana as one woman during the entire film. That's all for this week's Flashback Fun, folks. So as always, stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye!